Hello and welcome back to the Rugby Rewind podcast into week three, are we now, of the World Cup? Sort of wrap-ups we've been doing? Yeah, mate. Yeah, I mean, everyone who's listening right now, your ears can be thankful because we had a wee crack at recording yesterday before Toby got called into work, but we spent 10 minutes basically waffling about AFL, so you can be thankful you don't have to listen to that. But hang on, we may include it. I reckon we should include it. Oh, I'll tell you what, a wee bonus segment. If you love your AFL, you've, you've got that at the start and you don't know what I'm talking about here, but if you miss the AFL chat, then count yourself thankful. But Either way, we had to review Rugby Union, aren't we? Yes, and I suppose, look at this, we're going to get into it within a minute of the podcast, which is just about a record for us, but first game of the round was Italy-Uruguay, Italy 38-Uruguay 17. So what were yeah. your thoughts on that one? Yeah, that was a... Uh, it was a it was actually quite a good watch. I, um, I actually caught the whole game this this time. Oh, I was and, wishing um, to, but oh, the time zones. Yeah, the time zones aren't great. It was one forty-five for me, but I, for some reason I was up. Um, um, I got hella confused with daylight saving. I was like, why are the games kicking off at 8 a.m. instead of 7 a.m. all of a yeah. sudden? I'm like, why so are they now nice. midnight? And I was like, oh, yeah. Although that. we don't, for some reason, it does my head, and we don't do daylight savings here in Queensland, so it's very aggravating in that sense. Oh, is it just um, Queensland they don't do it? Yeah, New South well, Wales and Victoria. They <laughs> I just do thought it was all so. of Australia that didn't. But... No, nah, so Sydney goes like back an hour. Um, or is it Ford? I don't know. Either one of the two. Um, but yeah, New, New, New Zealand's now three hours different to Queensland, which is really annoying. Um, anyway, yeah, Italy, I thought, um, yeah, I mean, they played well. But Uruguay held their own. In well, the first half-time half. they were up, weren't they? 17-7 yeah, to Uruguay at half-time. And then... They, um, yeah, they bagged a penalty try, didn't they? Yeah, which is, I mean, an interesting one. I try to remember from it what it was. I think it was a fairly clear and obvious penalty try from memory. Yeah, <laughs> mall I, mean, scrum. I can't even remember which one from now, but I think it was a mall. But it was a seventeen point to seven lead at halftime, which I don't yeah. think anyone was expecting. To be oh, I think lots of people were expecting Uruguay to push them close again, but not be up by ten at the half, especially when Italy put out a strong team. And, Freight aspect, another try. Echeverry running yeah. the cutter again. Did you see his drop goal? I did. It uh, was I, not the cleanest struck drop goal I've ever seen, but they all count. Doesn't matter. It all counts, mate. It all counts. Yeah, no, that was good. Um, no Bichese there, mate. No Bichese. Oh, I mean, Bichese just coming off the pine to steer the ship if they need. Yeah. Just the Marty Banks for the Stags at the moment. That sort of role. You know, come off the bench. Add that bit of class <laughs> yeah. end. Exactly right. Although the Italians ended up coming away with five tries, didn't they? So yeah, they got the bonus second point. half, they ripped them to shreds in 38-17. Italy showed what they can do and what sort of side they are now. But equally, Uruguay showed how good of a side they are too. So like, yeah, I was impressed. come out with positives from that one. Yeah, I don't think either team will be too disappointed there. It was a, it was a solid result. I mean, I must say though, dick of the week, first game of the round was already chosen. Did you see... Um, can't even remember who it was. One of the Italian substitutes. He's busy no, warming up in the end goal, and Uruguay stab a grubber through, or it might have been early. Either way, the team stab a grubber through. He's going into the end goal. Team could score a try, and he's just standing right there, and like the ball hits him. Uh, <laughs> like, bruh. Uh, just busy watching himself on the big screen rather than paying any attention to what's going on. I didn't see that. That's, oh, that's ridiculous. Oh, it's classic. I think. Um, World Rugby or Rugby World Cup posted on their socials, so you probably can find it somewhere if you haven't seen it. But yeah. Then, of course, there was a 
massive result in next game. Say, before the next one, my main takeaway from that is I want to see Uruguay in with more of a chance to play some more Tier 1 nations. Yeah, Probably I not think... quite rugby championship level, but if they could play even the likes of Tonga and Samoa a bit more often. Well, that's what of... we said last time, isn't it? I mean, you know, they're, they're definitely number two in South America, probably all of America now, but there needs to be a really good Tier 2 comp. And then there has been some attempts, you know, there's been obviously, there's still the Pacific Nations Cup. I don't think, well, they're not involved though, are they? So Yeah. Um, I mean, get them involved in that and make that a thing that's always back up yeah, and running. Get, yeah. I reckon it should be Pacific Nations and South American Cup. Pacific, yeah, Pacific Nations, South American. Squeeze Japan there somewhere if you can. Oh, I thought they were in it, Japan. Yeah, they usually have been. There used to be Canada in there as well, and US often were in there too. Yeah, so if you put just, all those teams, that'd be a decent comp. And then your top one or two could get promoted to the rugby championship, your Fijis and... I reckon it could be, yeah. So if you put all the yeah, summer, all, nice. all the Pacific Island teams, Japan, Uruguay, Chile, you know, North America, uh, America and Canada, whoever tops that one off, you can, you know, like say Japan qualifies, they might take, I don't know, Argentina spot and they then they get go down. But then that they might argue that that devalues. Yeah, just make it a Six Nations here as well. Yeah, you could do. The way Argentina are playing at the moment, I don't think they're much better than the likes of Samoa. They're probably worse than Fiji. And we'll see yeah. how they go against Japan in a couple of weeks' time. That's right. But anyway, like you said, next result was a, well, what many people probably predicted could have been one of the highest scoring of the tournament, and it turned out to be the case. 96 France to nil Namibia. I mean, yeah, just seeing the, the team results. sheets, I kind of expected a thumping, but not that much, because Namibia played their B team, and France played not quite their A team, but they had a lot of their stars in there, didn't they? Yeah, a lot of big names and a lot of attacking power. But also, Namibia has been damaged by the scheduling. They've had some yeah, big 17 games and, well, their whole tournament, wasn't it? Well, 17 yeah, days. Yeah. Some so teams are just had, playing their second game and Namibia will be finished up. Yeah, so they've, which is wrong. It's actually wrong. They're not giving the players enough time to, to rest. Um, but having said that, that's the way it's gone and they've been absolutely demolished, haven't they? Yeah, I mean, the Tier 2 teams always get shafted one way or another, which is a shame because we talked pre-tournament, Namibia have actually got a few fairly strong players. But is that the biggest... haven't helped, have they? They lost Chad Plato before the tournament. Lou Milan, who was good, he got lost injury. And then Daisel got a red card in this game. So. Yeah. Is is that the... What's the biggest score in World Cup, actually? I actually um, don't know that. It will be... Oh, biggest score was Aussie Namibia. Oh, yeah. When was which, that? Uh, 2003, and then the biggest winning margin. No, no, biggest winning margins, Aussie Namibia. Biggest score was Japan, New Zealand, but Japan got. Oh, yeah. yeah. I want to say 145 17, but I don't know where yeah, I'm pulling see, I don't, the number we out. Don't from. Really, you don't really see over 100 now, do you? Well, this was no, nearly over 100. Even 100, yeah, you don't really see as often anymore. But, well, it's kind of a good thing, though, isn't it? But yeah, I saw some stats that, for as much as the tier two teams are passing the eye test, apparently. In terms of points conceded and tries scored, they're not really doing any better than previous World Cups. Yeah, okay. I'd imagine Romania are kind of skewing those stats as a Namibia, but yeah, they definitely look like the two worst, don't they? Unfortunately, but yeah. I mean, not too much to say about that game, really. Pinot stole the show; he was class. We already knew that. Dupont got injured, which is the big talking point out of that game. Yeah, well, that's the thing—is he going to have to wear a mask now? Yeah, apparently he's getting mask. a mask, but. It'll be interesting. Yeah, see, I don't didn't even know that was allowed. Yeah, I mean, there must be very specific regulations, but you think surely it'll hamper him? Like you'd still well, want him out there, even if he's slightly. Yeah, hampered, they'll do anything to get him out. Teams will sure. target it on defence, surely. 
run at him upright and force him to have to make some tackles. So he's not going to want to get knocked to the face again, is he? No, that's right. But I think like France's main difference this time, and we've said it before, is that their depth is actually quite decent. Yeah. Um, so they're all right in that space, although you don't want to lose the pond because he is the best player. Yeah, he'd make a big difference. I mean, I think Luku's the guy off the pine. He's really good, but just he's quite good. Not yeah. quite. I mean, no one's to pond level, are they? But some no, of their backups no. are good. That young winger they got's fairly handy. Yeah, well, they've even proven like we thought that um, Intermac would have been a big loss, and he has been. But you know, the backup's oh, been bloody jelly good. Jelly well. yeah, really good. So it's been um, it's been strong so far. Best part about that game, though, probably the crowd. Did you see? Uh, there was three or four blokes dressed up as Fabian Galtier in the crowd. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah, a big yeah. fan of that seven style oh. costume. So yeah, no, Galtier, he's you know he's a pretty iconic individual, mate, with his look. Um, yeah, I don't know if it's one many would want to replicate, but those guys were game enough. Well, I don't know about that. I heard that Specsavers were coming out with a new promotion, Fabian oh. Galtier, 20% off. What, the not uh, let you near school sort of sunglasses look? Yeah, exactly right. So if you purchase a pair of their very large black rim sunglasses, you get 25% off and a day pass to the nearest primary school. <laughs> yeah, mate. Grow one of Nick, uh, Nick White's mustaches while you're at it. And... Yeah, Nick White mustaches. It comes comes with the package, mate. It's all part of it. Um. So yeah, um, next game up was yeah another RG game, another RG game. I don't really want to have to talk about because it, it was not great either. They got the win though, mate. That's all that matters. Um, yeah, I mean nineteen to ten. I got the winning margin bang on for my predictions on that one actually. So there's one positive to come out of that. Well, look, at least I got the win. They needed the win. Samoa. I feel could have won that game. Um, I think it was there for them. Argentina had enough, particularly with Sanchez coming off the bench. Here, they at least had a ten option to bring on. Just... I like him, mate. He's like, yes, he's older, but you know he's a legend of the game, and um, he nailed a nice penalty in the 80th minute, didn't he? Exactly, a nice wee long range one to deny um, some other bonus point, which could actually be pretty vital. Yeah, I think it was important. And Buffelli, of course, was yeah, kicking. Yeah, was always he, strong. He was back to his best, scored a try, kicked his goals. Yeah, he's one of the best, really, isn't he? Um, yeah. yeah, so, you know, Argentina last last World Cup round would have probably demolished Samoa here. I think they really are yeah, just, for some even they're struggling. The, their rugby championship form wasn't even too bad. Like, they beat Australia. They ran a few – well, they ran all the other teams fairly close. I don't know. It's just the thing about the Argies though. They haven't clicked yet. They should still get out of the pool. I'm still back them to beat Japan, but yeah, they're going to have a tougher run now if they do get out. The thing about the Argies though is that, like, their quarterfinal was one of the easiest because they're going to have to come up against either like probably Wales or Fiji. So, like, it's not really. Yes, they're playing badly at the moment, but if they get that second spot, which they will probably. Um, the quarterfinal was a, quite a favourable one. Yeah, and they've still got a few games to kind of hit that form. And then, like you said, even if they're not on peak form, there's still a chance they can get through that quarterfinal. Exactly right. Um, yeah, so, yeah. Some of their bigger names could stand up. Petey played all right coming back from injury, and Thomas Gargio is always good. But yeah, some of their big boys aren't really standing up too much. Like Buffelli played well, and Montoya was pretty good. But the likes of Matera and Co. Still waiting to see what they can do. Yeah, they haven't really stood up yet, but we know that they will at some point. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that was that game. Then what was it after that? Georgia Portugal? No, oh, that was what a game. No, that this was. is one of the games we both had highlighted on the calendar 
pre-tournament. The yeah, Georgia that was a, a fan um, favorite of yours, Portugal. Then one of my teams. That was a, a uh, fan off. Yeah, look, Georgia is one of my teams, uh, and Portugal played bloody well here. And I, I thought, mean, they drew. I think in the Rugby Europe Championship, I think that's what it's called—the sort of qualifying tournament. I think they drew in that. Yeah, well, I didn't realize how good they were, but they're a lot better than Romania, for example. No, um, no, Portugal, they're class. They just, which is decent. weird because Romania qualified above Portugal. I know, but P- Portugal, um, yeah, that, to, to lead to, to keep Georgia to a draw because Georgia is a fast-growing team, and oh, I know, know on their way to being good. biggest flop of the tournament at the moment, eh, Georgia? They are because they're they're showing capabilities of beating the likes of Wales, and um, they're a strong team up the front. But in this game, they didn't. The forwards just did not do what we thought they would. No, which yeah, they dominated in the forwards. They could have been different, but. Portugal had enough of a platform for their backs to run right, which they've got some talented backs, particularly in that back three. I mean, we saw uh, Guedes, the fullback, put on another few silky steps. Storty, of course, scored a brace and is absolutely rapid. Yeah, I mean, like, to be fair, the there was probably a good period at the start where the Portuguese scrum was getting nailed, but there wasn't. Oh, I mean, Georgia, yeah. wasn't, Georgia wasn't doing anything with it. Yeah, 13 5 at the half to Georgia, but it probably should have been a lot more, shouldn't it? Yeah, they didn't. They just, I mean, the Portuguese running was something that I really liked about their game was that they just, they just were willing to run the ball. I heard this somewhere else, but it, I just thought it sounded like ring so true with me is you can tell lots of these guys came through the seven system. Yeah, oh, 100%. Yeah, they're just willing to run the ball. It's, it was really good to see. I, I felt they deserved to win. They obviously had a, a penalty goal, or was it a I think, yeah, apparently the goal yeah. attempt at the well, end to win it. Well, both sides had a shot to win it, I guess. I mean, the conversion to win it at the end for Georgia missed, and then Guedes missed a kickable one. But if Marquez had still been on to their usual kicker, maybe he would have nailed it. Who knows? Yeah, well, Matt Carver, who was the um, Georgian goal kicker for that goal kick at the end, he actually yeah, I suppose was he wasn't who... the usual kicker either, was he, sir? So... No, he wasn't, but he was the guy who won the game for Wales, over Wales. He oh, took yeah. a, a goal over Wales to win that game for them. There you go. That's so, where you come. Look look at that. No one else is bringing that sort of Georgian knowledge, are they? But he did not get it this time. So it was a, it was yeah. a draw, 18 all. They take two points each. Probably um, a result Portugal will. Oh, neither, neither team will be stoked with, but probably oh, a Portugal, fair enough result with the way things went. Portugal would be more happy because if Georgia yeah. got that win, they'd get four points, of course, and then there's a chance they could overtake Australia in third place. But um, now they'll have to qualify for the World Cup next time, this time around. Yeah. Um, which, which I don't think we've seen how with, vital it can be when you get that automatic spot. Just gives you four more years to prep rather than having to go through the qualifying process. That's right. So it's a bit of a shame, but um, a bloody one of my favourite games so oh, far. I know. Was that. Just, yeah. uh, if you haven't seen it, at least go watch the highlights. Storty is a rapid. His second try in particular was a thing of beauty and best bit about it. He tried to hug a Georgian when he scored the try. Oh, so Looked up, it's saw the red shirts and was like, yeah, give me a hug. Then realised his team's playing white today. Um, Good stadium as well, like a little, a smaller venue, so it just feels yeah. a little bit more intimate, you know? It was bloody good. The crowd's packed out. They always, yeah. Well, it's the sort of games where not necessarily, well, I mean, there'll be lots of people from both countries there being in Europe, but not necessarily there's fans of either team. So you just pick a horse and ride with it for the game. It's great yeah, for so the that neutrals. Was, that was a goodie. I enjoyed that one. I must say, um, how good was um, Nini Ashvili as well, the Georgian fullback? Yeah, yeah, he was good. How good is it yeah. to see a Georgian back that's just so electric? 
Yeah, you don't see that often. Um, I mean, they're. I think we sort of saw probably two World Cups ago. I think the number nine, he was up and coming, um, Lob the Hanze. But and as much as you're a fan of, um, is it Kiradabi Kashvili? The old team? Yeah, Kira, Kira He wasn't Billy. exactly an electric back. Very oh, solid, good, but uh, solid back. He was a he was a good goal kicker, and that was pretty much it. But um, and then old other was than, it Kacharava, the centre they used to have as well. Another yeah, just yeah. didn't do anything with ball in hand, but quality on defence. So. Yeah. Look, I think they'll be, just, they'll be definitely be disappointed the Georgians because they would be expected to win that. And Georgia is a very proud rugby country. In fact, it's their national sport for some reason. Um, but no, there's not much else going on in Georgia. Is there's it? not. Well, there is soccer, I suppose, but they're not really. Oh that. Lord, soccer! <laughs> Couldn't even tell you much about Georgian soccer. Oh, no, neither could I. Um, so yeah, that was a great game. Definitely check that one out if you haven't seen it already. Um, but. Probably not going to make too much of an impact to the pool. We will go with the pool shortly, but the next game was yeah. England-Chile. This one was a bit of a disappointment for me, really. I I kind of thought Chile might lose by a bit more because they'd shown a lot and they might have tied out a bit, but I didn't expect them losing by 71. No, it was a damn shame. Once again, the Tier 2 team sort of getting hammered with the scheduling. I mean, uh, but... When you look at it, a realistically enough, enough result for a World Cup debutant up against... A previous World Cup winner, despite the fact England haven't looked at their best necessarily, but they look good in this game. Oh, look, England's a dark horse. I think everyone would agree with that now. Um, maybe not even a dark horse, and maybe even a possible favourite on that side of the comp. Um, but yeah, not a huge shock. But I mean, four four tries to Arundel, five uh, even, five tries. Sorry, yeah, that was top um, try scorer in the tournament now. That was crazy, yeah. No, he yeah, was, he was on fire. Yeah. Um, good First thing good was, thing. I had him in my fantasy team and took him out. I'm like, oh, I don't know if England are going to spread it wide enough, but I oh, they did, mate. <laughs> nah, he was good. So, yeah, not, I didn't really say I had much to say about that game other than yeah, I not too much. Caught, England only good. caught the highlights. Yeah, I didn't actually see the whole game. Marcus so. Smith at the back looked good. He did, actually, yeah. And Owen Farrell hadn't really missed a beat, but I reckon it's hard they might to read try. too much into that sort of game. Yeah. Uh, they could almost try him at the back. Well, for a you almost think, uh, um, yeah, Marcus Smith at the back, Freddie Stewart on one wing. Don't know who to mm. play on the other necessarily. Maybe you could try Arundel. So yeah, that was that. Um, then it was obviously the bigger games of the probably yeah, my the opinion game of the round, possibly the game of the tournament so far. I think many would say. Yeah, hundred percent. South Africa, Ireland. Um, Ireland coming away with the victory here, thirteen points to eight. Generally, did we both pick these. Ireland in our prediction? I can't even remember. Oh, I think I did. I think I we both got on them, but yeah, um, I, I think we all. It was always going to be a low-scoring affair, wasn't it? Yeah, it was always going to be tight. I didn't know if I expected it to be quite as low-scoring, but I probably should have expected it to be the scoring because thirteen-eight, the final score. So, what was it? A try piece. Try piece and some penalty goals and um, a drop. Was there a droppy? No, there wasn't. There Don't was think so, no. Yeah, a couple of penalties and um, a try. Matt Canson, Chisholm Cobby or a try as well. Marnie LeBock. Um, I think Marnie LeBock missed a number, number of shots. Yeah, he? he's been getting a bit of flack. He, he missed a few. Theft to Cleric missed two, I think. But they were both like long ranges. But that's ultimately yeah, what cost. So, so look at this. Um, yeah, South Africa have gone one from five on the kicking department which is not like them it's costing the game really isn't it no i mean 
yeah, it's just weird seeing goal kicking costing South Africa, which we kind of said might be a thing that might cost them later in the tournament. They can't necessarily always outscore their opponents. It's going to come down to kicking eventually, but yeah. Especially in Ireland, you got Ireland Irish defence is known for its um, strength. So I mean, they might just have to start giving Villips of the kicking tee because seems like the best of a bad bunch at the moment. Well, our Pollard is supposedly going to come back, though, isn't he? Oh, he'll make a huge difference, actually, just for kicking alone if he can get on. But yeah, it's harsh on LeBoc if he does get dropped because he's been playing so well everywhere else. And he has shown he can kick when he's on song. Yeah, it is difficult um, when you're in a bad run of form, I suppose. But uh, no, it was a good game. Very high-pressure game. It was in Stade de France as well. So. Do you reckon any teams any worse off after that? Nah. I, I think both their stocks have just risen. Eh? I think yeah. now we see Ireland, well, Ireland we know are really good, and now we know they're really good in the box. They didn't do themselves any harm. We already so know I that South Africa. We we're probably going to see both those two teams go deep into the tournament if it works out to be possible. Well, we already know that South Africa can win the World Cup after losing a pool game, so it's, um, mm. it doesn't really hurt them, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, um, New Zealand will not have it easy whoever they come out against, nor will France. So. But that's how, that's the World Cup, though. If you want to win the World Cup, you're going to have to beat one of those teams, aren't you? At least probably two of them, probably. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just battle of brute force with South Africa versus just team. They, they just won the 23 Island or a team. They everyone knows the structures. Everyone knows their roles. So yeah, I think Ireland's just... You can't just... play individual against Ireland because they'll... They've got to get that yeah. stupid mentality out of their mind that quarterfinal was any different. It's the same as a pool game. Go out there and play your best rugby. It seems, I mean, it's too early to read into it really yet, but it seems like they've got rid of that. You never know, though, do you? Uh, I don't yeah. know. I think they have, but you just never know. Um, Scotland Tonga. Not a huge, huge amount to say about this. Tonga will be, once again, a bit disappointed. Probably would have liked to push them a bit closer, but Scotland will be happy with that result. Bonus point win, 45-17. to 17. Relatively tight first half, but Scotland kind of ran away with it in the end. Likes of Van der Merwe just showed how good they are. Look, I think Scotland's going to just be feel just feel disappointed. They always were going to if South Africa and Ireland get through because... They are good enough to be in the quarterfinals. They really yeah. should be. Um, and here they are basically being all but knocked out, played, well, they're having played a game. It's just harsh on them. Like, there's still a chance. They're just going to have to upset Ireland and possibly deny them a bonus point, which I don't know if they have done in quite some time. They'll have to beat Ireland, and they'll have to do it with a bonus point. Um, or at least deny Ireland. But to beat Ireland by even anything more than seven is a feat. It is, so I don't see it happening. Um, but, you know, if you put them on the other side of the competition, they're getting through quite easily, aren't they? No, so. Exactly. So, I mean, hopefully they don't get disheartened if they do get knocked out because there's still a big future. There's still some oh, so plenty of young got, players in there that have uh, got another it's a World golden Cup. Era of, like golden era of Scottish rugby. This is this is the best Scottish team I think I've ever seen. I mean, it's not your Simon Daniellis and the likes running around for them anymore, is it? No, no I, think, I think they're good. Um I mean, think about the 2011 World Cup, mate. They were pretty average, weren't they? Yeah, I mean... They were pretty bang average. They just about lost to Romania, that tournament. Oh, no. I mean, Romania Help. were a lot better then. Romania were actually, like, competitive. Even, like we talked about last week, Romania were a good side 12 months ago, and they've just fallen yeah. down since losing their coach. But, yeah, Tonga, pretty good. Uh, not Tonga. Scotland, pretty good. Tonga, once again, pretty average. 
Fafita got a red card at the end, which is not going to help them in the next few weeks. But yeah, I I think we see Scotland like push a Six Nations at some point in the next few years. I I think yeah, they're comfortably the second oh third best team. Yeah, but I reckon, I reckon they're growing. I reckon they, there's a chance they could even push for a first place finish. Don't know. It's just that consistency, isn't it? Because they're yeah. good enough to beat anyone on their day. That's 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 the key. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, speaking of beating anyone on their day, someone who's not beating anyone on their day is <laughs> someone Australia. who would struggle to beat oh, any team. Yeah, I mean, like we get into when we talk about the predictions, that could be a close match this weekend. But yeah, yeah Australia, forty Wales. points to six. Forty points to six to Wales. I think. You know, after that news came out, Eddie Jones was pretty much looking to go for a new job. In my eyes, that was game over because it just disheartened the players to the point where they probably given up. I've seen these media reports. He might have told them it was bullshit, but they're still going to believe. If you're seeing that on the media, it's not going to help. I mean, I was going to come into this pod full of energy, full of singing, no, 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 hey, hey, goodbye, you know. Wanted to see now, I'm sure, go, but I just can't bring myself to do it. I'm just. I'm sure right a here. lot of the a lot of the listeners probably saw Drew Mitchell's comments on Instagram because it kind of went viral. His uh, comments after the Fiji game, and he was spraying uh, Eddie Jones for his selections, and he's he's actually spot on. Like there has been no explanation as to why these experienced players. He's literally just put in the most inexperienced, young bunch of players and hoped like it would just work for some magical reason. It's not how it works. There's it's no just, experience. It's not even going to help them for the next cycle, I don't think. Cause it's probably no, just, his, just his, reasoning, his reasoning for doing it is wrong as well. So, like, you know, naming a new captain, Dave Parecki, he just essentially just pushes someone new out every week. Um, I mean, he was kind of forced for that one, to be fair, with scouting get injured. Yeah, I know he was. But two of your got, guys, two of your best players it, have gone no, down injured in training. No, he Three wasn't. now, Jorgensen's injured too. So. Mate, he, he wasn't forced. James Slipper is on is in the first oh, yeah. team Why starting is James team. He's a, over 100 yeah. caps for the Wallabies, man. He's one of the Why most captain of all cap- time, surely. Why is he not the captain? Well, obviously, why is Michael Hooper and Quake Hooper not there? That's a different story. But why is James Slipper not the captain? He's experienced. Dave Pricky turned down a number of shots at goal in a World Cup game. It's just like... Yeah. yeah it... it it's wrong, and they deserve to go out, to be honest. In a game where ultimately discipline and goal-kicking ability was what guided them to victory. Of course, Wales did I'm not, score themselves I'm not three kidding. tries as well. But I reckon their morale is so low now that they will be pushed by Portugal. I'm not yeah, kidding. I, we'll get into them predictions, but I genuinely, Portugal will be liking their chances. Probably not going to happen, but there's like, a shot. If, if there's any shot of a... I don't know, like a five-star upset, I guess, like a South Africa Japan. I reckon that's it. I, I looked at the uh, what the TAB are thinking the points difference will be just out of curiosity, and they've only got Aussie by like twenty-two or something. So even that kind of shows you. I mean, I think Aussies' attacking threats on the wings are too dangerous, but um, other than them, I, the, the morale and culture in the team must be so low now. Surely, mm, it just you'd think like they'd just be like, we've got nothing to lose now. They've literally they've had their record World Cup loss. I don't know if it's their record loss, probably not, but. Yeah. yeah, it's just disheartening. Like they would have thought it was a toss of a coin. Pretty much everyone thought it was a toss of a coin. I mean, heck, we said Australia are going to win comfortably, didn't we? But yeah, exactly right. Yeah, forty to six um, it was. Anscom stole the show after coming off the pod. Yeah, he got a lovely droppy as well, didn't he? Oh yeah, we love a drop goal over here. 
Yeah, mate. There's nothing better than that. What's on um, Jack Morgan as well? I reckon he's class future. Yeah, I mean, he's already he captain, great. but big future on him. Yeah, he was he was superb. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I think uh, I think Wales are looking well. They weren't looking flash before the World Cup, but they're comfortably into the quarterfinal now, aren't they? So. Yep. First team to be in. But, uh, That's pretty that, good. That rounds out the wrap up we got. Have you got time for a quick fire review since it's a shorter episode, or not time for that? Oh, yeah, mate, let's, uh, let's do a bit of a preview uh, yeah, before we finish up. First one is a game, another game I had circled for a while, Uruguay and Namibia. We love a Tier 2 game. Namibia's best chance probably ever to win a World Cup game. Probably not quite yeah. that match, but Uruguay are still comfortable favourites. I think Namibia still remains loss, uh, winless in, in this uh, sort of competition. I think Uruguay takes this one quite comfortably, actually. Yeah, I think... Probably, it's not going to be a smashing, but I think probably in that 10 to 20 point margin. It doesn't help yeah, them. Maybe exactly they don't right. have their uh, starting centre pairing there, which. Mm. Yeah, it's exactly right. I mean, Namibia is uh, probably feeling the effects of fatigue, I imagine. Yeah, as well. so yeah, you guys should be comfortable enough in this one. Japan Samoa could be possibly the closest game of the round. I would say, yeah, I mean, it, it's certainly the closest game. I mean, they they look very similar in terms of ability here. I think Samoa might get up. Yeah, I'm thinking Samoa too. Japan, like we talked about, they're not looking like the same side they were four years ago. So you would have backed them to win this in 2019. But having not said so much that, now. Having said that, I think Japan have the ability to win. It'll just depend on who's better on the day at set pieces and goal kicking probably come down to that as well. Yeah, I think they played... Um, um, in the warm-ups, didn't they, in the Pacific Nations Cup? Yeah, oh, they probably, did. Yeah, yeah Samoa got the one twenty four twenty two. 24 then. So yeah, very close. Okay. Probably going to see something relatively similar, I'd imagine. Oh, yeah, I think so, yeah. And I think Samoa will get it done by not much. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think it might be a few points. Not many more than three, maybe. Yeah, I think Japan will be getting at least a bonus point. They could sneak a win. Yep, agreed. New Zealand, Italy. Now, this is a game which... You look at every World Cup because it seems like we're in the same pool as Italy yeah, every World Cup, and it usually we it does. smash them by about sixty odd points. But I don't think that's going to be the case this time. I don't know why that we always seem to have them in our pool. It's weird, isn't it? Oh, we always um, have Italy, Wales, Australia, Georgia are always in the same pool. It's just how things go. To clarify, we have to beat Italy, New Zealand. If yep. they lose to Italy, unlikely, but if they do lose to Italy, um, the good chance they'll be gone. I mean, we should still beat them. We should beat them with a bonus yeah, point. It's, it, I think, honestly, I think that Portugal is more likely to beat Australia, genuinely. I think, um, yeah, you're probably right. Italy, but the, I think they're likely to put in a good showing. But this is a much better bit. Italian team than we've seen in the past, having said that. So they aren't too bad. I think they'll definitely hold their own, but I reckon it will be 25 points around about. Win. Yeah, maybe, I'm maybe thinking, even 30. That's probably 30 points, maybe, yeah. Yeah, it's not going to be a 50, 60 point drubbing like it could be oh, other could, years. Well, yeah, I mean, it could be. There's a chance. But yeah, I think you're probably um, right in saying that. It'll be a comfortable win. 30 be, to 40. It'll be a bonus point win. It'll be comfortable, I'd say. Uh, but Italy, hopefully, they get a couple of tries of their own and hold their own. Um, but I'd like to see a close game. No doubt well, about I, it. You could see it being close. But yeah, like we said, who knows? Uh, Argentina, yeah. Chile, South American derby. I mean, I know I've said three yeah. in a row that pretty much have been ones I've circled, but you know, pre-tournament I saw as soon as Chile qualified, first ever South American clash. 
in a World Cup. Yeah, see, I think this is going to be a great game, and there's going to be a, the, the crowd will be great for it. Obviously, oh, I South wish American Argentina fans. were playing it. The BSO would just be slinging it and yinging it all around to the park, but should still be Argentina, the same. Yeah, Argentina will get a get a win here, mate. They'll, yeah, they'll should dust be a comfortable Chile win. Get a win over their neighbours in South America. The Chileans won't be very happy about it, I imagine. But Chile you know might what? be able to score a few good tries there because Argentina haven't been on peak form. So maybe we'll see Fernandez and Co. Yeah, show us what they got. Martin Sigurdsson's been good, the captain for yeah, Chile. Sigrin. Good yeah, tackler. They've had a few good players. I'm waiting for uh, Santiago Videa to show us what he's got. He hasn't quite yet. It's been Ayatza at the back who's been really good. Yeah, so I think um, I'm going to go by 40 points here. Yeah, I think I put. 50 on my prediction but it's probably yep. at 40 to 50 point margin you'd imagine yeah now, Fiji Georgia this is an important game obviously Fiji has to beat both Georgia well one of Georgia or Portugal with a bonus to guarantee their spot I think they'll beat both considering Georgia's performance last week they didn't yeah. beat Portugal pre-tournament we said Georgia were a, a big chance at this game but I don't think any of us are saying that now I thought Georgia, if they wanted to have a chance of getting that second place or third space, uh, place, they needed to have beaten one of either Wales or Australia, neither of which they've done. Um, I think they lose to Fiji as a result. Yeah, I think Fiji win. I don't think there's going to be a drubbing, but you never know with Fiji. They could come out and drub a team or they could come out and make it close. But I think the Fiji team of now are probably going to win comfortably enough, but they won't absolutely smoke them. The running rugby, the running rugby of Fiji is just going to dem- demolish Georgia because we saw it with Portugal; they just couldn't handle the running rugby. I reckon it's um, probably that sort of ten to twenty point again, maybe ten to fifteen point margin. Yeah, I reckon they'll get out of here, and then that should seal Fiji on the second spot. Um, well, or butt seal, I, I imagine. I mean, they probably only, yeah, I'd say that's probably it for for them in the second place spot. Um, so yeah, that's. That's that one. And then there's Scotland-Romania, isn't there? Probably the last massive drubbing you'd expect to see in the tournament. It'll be a drubbing, mate. I'd say it's yeah. probably going to be by 60 or 70 points, I imagine. Mm, you'd be expecting similar margins to what South Africa and Ireland put on them. Probably not quite as much because I imagine Scotland will rest a few players. But mm. yeah, like they're probably still 60 70 points. Romania will just be hoping they can get some points on the board in this one, I'd imagine. Yeah. Um, uh, and saying that, I think Scotland need all the points and all the tries they can get, so maybe they'll be playing the likes of Van der Merwe for longer than you would have yeah, thought. Yeah, well, they might. That's right. I mean, they will come down to points difference and try score, potentially. So It's annoying that they don't release the lineups earlier, so we could actually like talk about matchups and things like that. Oh, it really does annoy me, but at least it's better than football, soccer, where you don't, yeah, you don't the even lineups get the lineups until the game yeah. starts. Yeah. Uh, that really annoys me, actually, about, about football. Yeah. Um, Australia, Portugal. No, I think yeah, I think like they they must be like. There's two ways of looking at it. One way is that they're so bad that they've got nothing to lose. They can just throw anything at it. Yeah, just smash these guys and just be like, oh bugger it, we'll just smash these guys and score a bunch of tries and do, yeah, go do out some, on a high, but... do some silly things and silly kicks and just see how how it goes. Or the other way of looking at it is that they're so badly in the dumps that they just aren't playing properly at all. Don't defend properly. Drop the ball. And just get demolished. Well, not demolished, but they could actually get beaten by Portugal, I reckon, if they're not. Yeah, it's hard to know which of the two ways it's going to go. So I've honestly kind of just predicted in the middle and reckon they're going to win by about 25 to 35. But I think that's what it's going to be. I think you're right. Uh, I think, the, like I said, the backs, some of those backs of Australia, Nongatawasi and, and, and 
you know, um, Corey Betty if they play them. Oh, I'm assuming like they Karevi, will. Like, he hasn't been on peak form, but he's a battering ram. If they can just feed him some short plays. If they don't, um, yeah, if they don't get those backs firing, they won't score that many tries. Um, but I to think be fair, are, yeah. it is probably the backs where Portugal are their strongest too. So even if Australia's pack is struggling like they have been, they should still get the better of a Portuguese pack, which isn't necessarily the best in the comp. Yeah, the pack of, Australia should, pack of Australia should be um, taking care of the Portuguese, but... Yeah, I don't, I don't think they'll lose. I, I'm just saying, like, you know, if they're not in the right headspace, they could get tested. Yeah, Portugal genuinely. won't be coming to it like saying, oh, let's just try to keep it close. They'll be coming in saying, actually, we've got a realistic chance here to actually scare these guys. Oh, they do. Um, but, I mean, yeah. I think if they do lose, which I think is very rare, it's probably paying, what, $20 or something. But if it happens, Eddie Jones, oh, God, he would get decimated. Oh, wouldn't he? it'd be hilarious. He'd on the spot. He wouldn't. He would resign on the spot. Right? Oh, he'd resign as soon as it became clear. He'd walk yeah. out of the box. But uh, I think yeah. he won't have to. Australia will be comfortable. No, he won't have to. They'll be not hugely. It's not going to be the ninety-point drubbing that many would have thought pre-tournament. But well, tell you what, they actually, if they want any hope, not that there is many much hope because Fiji has to lose to both Portugal and Georgia, but they need to get a bonus point. So they need to score four tries. That's well, they should do. Sure, at the very least, they should be scoring four tries. Um. Final game of the round, South Africa Tonga. Yeah, Tonga haven't looked overly flash thus far this tournament. It's not getting any easier for them. They've got the pull of death, and the hardest game is all in a row. And I imagine it's going to be another pretty big loss for them. Yeah, they'll lose here quite probably another forty to fifty. I'd say so. South Africa won't probably play their play their top squad, but they won't need to. Um, oh, they still need to yeah, probably get a bonus point win, you'd think, just to kind of well, that's shore up a good their point. spot. Yeah, it's but, a good point. They'll need a bonus point, um, so they won't want to. They won't want to skimp on on try scoring ability. But I don't think they'll use all their best players. Yeah, you might see Pollard in this one. You're probably going to have to give him yeah, some minutes. Yeah, probably would. I think you probably would. Might see one of the four scrum halves on the wing again. I'd imagine. Grant Williams, man, he was actually pretty good. Yeah, he was good there. Cobus Ryanick can play there. I still don't understand why they're taking four halfbacks to just play some on the wing. Well, they are, they're pretty versatile. Yeah, they're versatile, but you're never going to need four halfbacks. Just take a winger. That's just weird, isn't it? Heck, take no. another hooker because you've literally got a guy who plays blindside flanker as your backup hooker. It is weird, but that's what they've chosen. Um, I mean, anyway. you did throw at least one line out not straight again that came against Ireland as well. <laughs> got a few on the money, but... Well, that probably wraps it up. Um, looking forward to the week ahead. And, yeah, I'm sure we have some very exciting results. Hopefully there's a couple of crazy upsets that we can get our teeth into. Yeah, by um, the time this is out, you've probably already experienced the game of the round. Uruguay and Namibia, the one everyone is getting up for. Yeah, mate. Is that tomorrow now? Is it tonight? Um, overnight, I think. About four in the morning here. Yeah. So Big I'm gonna game, mate. Not get up, but I'm going to try avoid spoils and watch it in the morning, which I am dreadful at doing, but... I'm going to wake up and, and see, like, five droppies on the scoreboard, I reckon. Oh, From... just Tiahan Swanepoel nailing Swanepoel is, um... Yeah, Swanepoel's just been having some coaching sessions with uh, Kotzer, and he's... I mean, he's... I am due to message Kotzer and say, I've seen Swanepoel's boot, you just need to teach him how to actually do a droppy, and we're away laughing. Mate, he could boot it from 70 out, I reckon. Oh, genuinely, think if he had a bit of tailwind behind him, or if he was at altitude, I I reckon he could just about put it from eighty. Yeah, mate. Yeah, mate. 
All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, and, yeah, we'll have a review for you next week as well. Awesome. Right. Cheers.